All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. I'm your host, Brownson Arabiji, and I'm bringing to you another episode of The Narrow Path of the Righteous. The Most High put it on my spirit to speak about idolatry. What is idolatry? And how the Most High views idolatry. As I've said in previous podcasts, idolatry can come in many forms. It could be worshiping other gods, such as Jesus, Allah, Buddha. It could even be sun worship. It could be astrology. It could be a plethora of many other things that replace the Most High. We tend to forget that idolatry can also be the worship of money, status, celebrities, politicians, actors, actresses, scientists, or anything that you place above the most high. We're living in a society full of idolatry where the vast majority has quickly forgotten about the Most High. And the vast majority has thrown the Most High to the wayside. You know, idolatry has really exposed itself in 2020. See, without the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the Most High in His Torah, you're never going to have a clear-cut relationship with the Most High, nor will you ever have a true path in life and be able to see things for what they are. You're going to be a wanderer throughout all of life Searching for ways to fill yourself up. Because your soul is empty. Twenty twenty has been an amazing year. See the most high warned us that when the wicked multiply, especially like they are today. That means his judgments are soon to follow. A lot of individuals don't know their history. I would say the vast majority of people 
can't recount history past the last 20 years. And I'm being generous. And why do I speak on history? History serves as a blueprint to be able to tie together events from the past so that you can understand the present and be able to forecast the future. See, a lot of individuals today are living their lives up to their neck in stress, worry, anxiety, fear, uncertainty, uneasiness. They're questioning their every move, questioning what the next day will bring, or even the next minute, the next hour. To me, that is calamity at its finest. That is the most high doing his work. Because he told us that he'd bring calamities upon the wicked. See, when it comes to idolatry, this year has really proven to itself who believes in the most high and who doesn't. See, you have those who now speak on it because it's a popular thing to do or becoming that way on platforms such as YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or wherever you may see it. These individuals are still idolaters. They're still telling people to worship Jesus. They're still telling people to read the New Testament, to read Romans, Corinthians, John, all these books that have nothing to do with the Most High. All of these books that are under the umbrella of idolatry and worshiping the gods of others. See, the whole reason for these books is to make the Most High seem like he's human or bring him down to our level. Like he isn't the boss man, like that he isn't the supreme ruler and creator of the, uni of, of the world. Of the heavens and the earth that he created for man to inhabit. Not the galaxy, not the universe. I'm talking about the heavens and the earth. And we'll get into that one soon. So the things that I've been seeing lately. At times can be annoying. But then again, I have to praise the most high for what he's doing. When it comes to all these little programs that are occurring. Through 2020. When people are loving their government and they're loving their news 
and they depend on them. When they depend on the, the TV to tell them how to think, what to feel, what to plan for, what to look out for, what to fear. When they can't turn the TV off because the TV has embedded in their psyches and the message is deep rooted in their bone marrow. And it creates all the fear and anxiety and panic within that individual. I can speak on it because my whole family, the majority of my family is tied into it, as well as my friends. They've fallen for the mass program. They've fallen for the social distancing. They've fallen for the protest. They've fallen for the racism. They continue to fall and be tricked by these programs that are run through idolatry. When the Torah explicitly states in many areas not to make man a god above you. I'm going to just start with the basics. And I'm always going to go back to the Ten Commandments. Because I like I've said previously, those are the rule books that the Most High created for us. And those are the standards in which we should govern ourselves next to the laws and the statutes. Exodus chapter 20. Verse 3. You shall not recognize the gods of others in my presence. You shall not make yourself a carved image nor any likeness of of that which is in the heavens above or on the earth below or in the water beneath the earth. You shall not prostrate yourself to them nor worship them. For I am the Most High, your God, a jealous God who visits the sin of fathers upon children to the third and fourth generations for my enemies. Those first verses combine the first commandment, which is belief in God. This is the positive commandment to believe in the existence of the Most High first and foremost. But the Most High is the only God. See, this creates a discrepancy between those of the Most High only and those of the church system through Jesus who worship a man just like them, who apparently could bleed just like them, who's able to get killed just like them, who apparently died for their sins. When the Most High explicitly states that fathers cannot die for the sins of sons and sons cannot die for the sins of fathers that Israel is his firstborn son. That he is the only creator. And how can you liken any God to him? So the idolatry right there is blatantly obvious. But the problem is People are so deep-rooted in idolatry of the church 
and of pastors and of Jesus that they don't realize that they're digging their own grave. The second commandment is the prohibition of idolatry. It is forbidden to believe in idols. It is forbidden to make or possess them. It is forbidden to worship them through any of the four forms of divine service, prostration, slaughter, offering on an altar, libations of wine or other liquids upon an altar. It is also forbidden to worship an idol by the means that is unique to it. So that we see that in many forms, in many variations, through mass and church, through a pastor being on an altar talking down to you, to the likeness of a white Jesus or even a black Jesus, because they're going to try to sell you on the black Jesus too, right? Through the likeness of a God, when the Most High said, don't make any likeness of himself. So how is there that? that there is this picture of this man with long Fabio-like hair that is supposed to represent the spirit of the Most High, what, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that he was born through the Virgin Mary, that his father committed adultery, which he commanded as a sin in a law, but he's basically a type of God that's do as I say, not as I do. So he crept with a, a woman, a virgin, and defiled her. And somehow she bore him his son. Come on now. You guys got to be a little bit smarter than that. That level of idolatry has got the pastor's foot on all your necks and their hands in your wallet. Remember these pastors that didn't open their churches up to you. Remember? Remember during those hurricanes? You know how y'all were dirty and y'all couldn't go up in those mega churches or, you know, there wasn't enough room or space or, you know, it just wasn't the right time. You, you know, there are the, the plethora of excuses that you get. Or those pastors that tell you, you need to tithe. I know you just lost your job through Corona, through this, the PSYOP, through this pandemic, but you got to tithe because you, you know, you won't make it to heaven at the end of the, at the day of judgment, the day of reckoning, you won't make it to heaven, quote unquote, when in Genesis, when the most high clearly stated that he made the earth for man to inhabit and that the garden of Eden is here or the same pastors that have mega jets that they fly all around the world on your ties and you working 40, 50, 60, 70 hour weeks overtime, breaking your back until you die to fill their pockets up fat so that they can preach to you and have a choir sing to you and read to you three verses in a whole hour, two hours and keep the verses in the New Testament not digging deep, not telling you who you are, not telling you what you need to do, not telling you how to govern yourself, but making you feel good, right? Giving you the same verses over and over. You know, those same pastors who say they can't pr fly 
coach or with other people because they can't be amongst heathens. Yet you all still idolize these people, these wicked, wicked, wicked people. And you all still go to these churches, these mega churches, and you all still worship that idol Jesus. You see how many idols you put before the Most High? A man, the likeness of a man, and a program? Let's get into some history of what our forefathers did to upset the Most High. Because I don't think your pastor is going to tell you any of this. Actually, I know your pastor is not going to tell you any of this. Exodus chapter 32, verse 1. The people saw that Moses had delayed in descending the mountain. And the people gathered around Aaron and said to him, Rise up, make for us gods that will go before us. For this man, Moses, who brought us up from the land of Egypt, we do not know what became of him. Aaron said to them, Remove the rings of gold that are, are, that are in the ears of your wives, sons, and daughters, and bring them to me. Let's skip down to verse 7, the Most High's response. The Most High spoke to Moses, Go descend, for your people that you brought up from the land of Egypt has become corrupt. They have strayed quickly from the way that you have commanded them. They have made themselves a molten calf, prostrated themselves to it, and sacrificed to it. And they said, This is your God, O Israel which brought you up from the land of Egypt. The Most High said to Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. And now detest from me. Let my anger flare up against them, and I shall annihilate them, and I shall make you a great nation. See, these verses comprise... How Moses took the children of Israel up out up under the bondage of Egypt and Pharaoh through all the miracles of the Most High, through the parting of the sea, through the wandering in the wilderness, to them getting to Mount Sinai and Moses descending up to Mount Sinai for 40 days and 40 nights to learn and understand the Torah that was supposed to be given to the people as a gift from the Most High for making a covenant with Abraham their forefather along with Isaac and Jacob our righteous forefathers of which Jacob became Israel in the eyes of the most high you know see the do your pastors teach you that I'm very curious see when Moses descended up to the mountain the people were that quick to forget about him and to forget about the most high and the miracles that the Most High performed in the forest for him, in the wilderness. And they already wanted to create other gods. And they already were sacrificing and prostrating themselves to a molten calf, a calf. When they had the opportunity to talk directly to the Most High, to hear his voice. To see his miracles firsthand. 
but they still decided to practice idolatry and mock the Most High after he had already saved them. See, people really think it's a game with the Most High. Like he didn't warn us and tell us that he's slow to anger, but once he's angry, his wrath will subside and fill and destroy. He's a God of war. The Most High created us in his likeness. So why don't you think that the Most High gets upset when he says he's a jealous God and he has every right to be? Could you imagine creating the entire world, this beautiful, beautiful earth, only for other people to downplay it, to take it for granted, to pollute it, to destroy it, and then on top of that to mock you? I speak on it because I, at one point, was brought up in the church. But see, the thing that I always am curious about and that I'm always grateful for is that I never, ever, deep down in my soul, ever felt right about Jesus. Something just about that whole going to church all my adolescence and praying to a middleman and praying to not only a middleman, but a man who was white just seemed very, very off to me. And I remember even when my mom was going through her her coma when I was six years old, praying to the Most High directly. I didn't pray to no middleman. So these 5013Cs, these churches, these mega churches, don't have your best interest whatsoever. This is all idolatry at its finest. And we have to remember, these are going to be the same 5013C churches. There are going to have pastors telling you to get the vaccine. Got to get the vaccine. You know, we got to make this place safer. All of a sudden we care about you. Get the vaccine. Come on, get the vaccine. These same pastors and same churches that will be in poor neighborhoods and the pastor is rolling up in a Mercedes and the people can barely pay their bus fare to get home. You know, I'm not going to blame it entirely on the pastors because at the end of the day, we we are under the curses of Deuteronomy. And the Most High gives evil to the wicked and so on and so forth. So that's why it is up to people who've been blessed with knowledge, wisdom, understanding to share this, to give people a chance, because their blood is upon your hand if you don't give them a chance. So I can't entirely blame these pastors because the Most High is the one who sets all this up. He's the one who puts people in charge. He's the one in charge of all these actions. He's the one in charge of all these, these wicked individuals that were amongst all these programs being pushed on us. But he's simply doing that to see who's going to do what and when. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 2 You shall not add to the word that I command you nor shall you subtract from it to observe the commandments of the most high your God that I command you 
to observe the words of the Most High your God that I command you. His Torah. To observe his commandments that I just mentioned in Exodus 20. He just wants us to live righteously and he's given us the playbook for life. But what we'd like to do is add to it, just like the New Testament. And we like to take away from it, just like the New Testament, just like these pastors that'll tell you, oh, the laws are done away with. You don't got to worry about that. Jesus died for your sins. You know, what? I'm starting to really, really look at people who worship Jesus as lazy and Christianity and all this, all these religions, because it really makes me think that these people take the easy way out because they have nothing to govern themselves by, nothing to stand by no moral code, no ethics. Because it's easy to just be like, you know what? I can sin as much as I want today because another man died for my sins. Oh, homeboy Jesus died for our sins. Jeebus Creepers, he uh, he died for our sins. So I'm going to go out and be crazy, you know, Monday through Saturday. I'm going to skip the Sabbath, but I'm going to go and worship on Sunday and worship the sun god and not take into any account what the most high wants from me i'm just going to do whatever i want whatever feel, feeds my flesh and then i can just blame it on another man because he died for my sins i didn't know what i was doing he died for my sins remember see you christians are oftentimes some of the most wicked people and you like to project your guilt and your shame onto other people by saying that other person's wicked or you're, you're destined for hell. I haven't even read about hell once in the Torah. I've read about Isaiah saying that we would have hell. Or Jeremiah saying that there will be hell. But I haven't read about the actual location of hell. Because you I all idolize other things other than the Most High. You're going to give all this props to quote-unquote Satan. Quote-unquote the devil. Oh, the devil's doing this. It's the devil. The devil made me do it. It was it was a demon that jumped in me. It was a demon. Nah, man, you're the demon. You're the wicked one who makes those decisions. You're it's you. It's not anything else other than you. Take responsibility, take accountability, take action, repent. Get back to the ways of the most high. I won't even entertain Christianity or any type of talk about it. You send me any new verses from the New Testament, I won't even read them. It's blasphemy. I'm at a point where I, I don't even want to talk to you about it. Don't don't send anything to me about the New Testament. Don't talk to me about the New Testament. Don't mention anything. And if you you motherfuckers want to debate, try me. I won't even debate you because the Most High doesn't want me to debate you. But at the end of the day, you Christians don't read your Bible. You don't read. You don't even read it. I can just tell. I could ask the most basic question to a person and they still, they would have no idea. And that could be in just the first five books of the Torah, not even in the Tanakh, not even in Joshua through second Chronicles. They wouldn't even know anything. They wouldn't even be able to grab scripture. They wouldn't even be able to know events. They wouldn't even be able to know prophets. They wouldn't even know any of the judges. They wouldn't even know any of the Kings. They wouldn't even know that any of the prophetesses. They wouldn't know anything. So at this point, just what we need to do is just speak on it. 
and not even debate these people, not even worry about them. Let them let them be victims of their own self and their own foolishness. Woe to the wicked, as the Most High says. Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 1 through 6. The entire word that I command you, that you shall you sh- that you that shall you observe to do you shall not add to it and you shall not subtract from it if there should stand up in your midst a prophet or a dreamer of a dream and he will produce to you a sign or a wonder and the sign or the wonder comes about of which he spoke to you saying let us follow gods of others that you did not know and we shall worship them do not hearken to the words of that prophet or to that dreamer of, of a dream for the most higher God is testing you to know whether you love the most higher God with all your heart and with all your soul. The most higher God shall you follow and him shall you fear. His commandment shall you observe and, t- and to his voice shall you hearken. Him shall you serve and to him shall you cleave. And that prophet and that dreamer of a dream shall be put to death for he had spoken perversion against the most higher God who takes you out of the land of Egypt and who redeems you from the, from the house of slavery to make you stray from the path on which the most high your God has commanded you to go and you shall destroy the evil from your midst. What is that saying to you? The most high is saying that the entire word that I command you, you shall observe to do and do not add to it and do not subtract from it. So if the Nose is telling you to go right, go right. If he's telling you to go left, go left. If he's telling you to go straight, go straight. He's telling you to go back, go back, but don't remix it. Don't change it up. And don't fall for the tomfoolery with these false prophets. These false prophets come in many forms. false prophet can come in the form of your everyday pastor, preacher, politician, news anchor, scientist, celebrity, sports star, whatever, you name it. These can be false prophets. These can be your Bill Gates telling you, yeah, you blacks, that the vaccine needs to go to you first, to the poor first. You see how everything goes back to the children of Israel first? See how we're always mixed up in this perversion? Or you can get your little, your little Fauci's telling you that the virus will never go away, a fake virus that that will never ever go away and send fear into your heart, into your mind, into your soul, or into your D.L. Hughley's reading off a prompt, reading off a script, how he got sick and passed out on stage. Oh boy, that's amazing. He's, he's good now. Or your Idris Elba's apparently getting sick and then talking right next to their girl. But then, oh, you know, we got to clarify, she has it too. Oops. Didn't mention that one. 
these are your false prophets. These are examples of your false prophets. These are the ones that are going to lead the people astray. The ones that are going to add and subtract from the Most High's word. The ones that are going to say, let's follow the gods of others that we did not know and let's worship them. Let's worship NASA. Let's worship these scientists. Let's let's worship Bill Gates because he's got a ton of money and he's got a ton of people who idolize him because of his money and his, his quote-unquote success without pe- these people seeing the big picture. Deuteronomy chapter 13, verse 7. If your brother, the son of your mother, or your son, or your daughter, or the wife of your bosom, or your friend who is like your own soul will entice you secretly, saying, Let us go and worship the gods of others that you did not know. You or your forefathers from the gods of the peoples that are all around you, those near to you or or those far from you, from one end of the earth to the other end of the earth. You shall not accede to him and not hearken to him. Your eyes shall not take pity on him. You shall not be compassionate nor conceal him. Rather, you shall surely kill him. Your hand shall be the first against him to kill him and the hand of the entire people afterward. See, we're lucky nowadays that the Most High isn't controlling everything quite just yet. It's not in his perfection. Because back then, if anybody was idolizing, you had the right to kill him through righteousness and judgment. Like these people, honestly, like in my opinion, deserve to perish. And I pray on it all the time especially these celebrities tricking the masses. Because there is a case of you don't know what you don't know, but at the same time, the Most High is going to, he's not going to give you that all, all your days. Once you become an adult in his eyes, it's up to you to seek him, no matter what you went through in your past, no matter how much trickery and foolishness you went through. Because at the end of the day, we all can feel and all have that spirit on us. At one point in our life, we were innocent. At one point in our life, we should have sought him. But it's easier to live wicked. It's easier to hide behind the guise of Christianity or another false religion. Because it makes life easy. It's just cushy. It's comfortable, man. You don't don't even got to hold yourself to any type of standard. You can go to church on these holidays instead of cherishing the Most High's holy days. You see what I'm saying? You can go to church, what, 12, 13 times, however many holidays that they give to you. And that's all you do, tithe a couple times a year, wear your Easter outfit, pray to all these pagan gods, and then, you, and then you're good, right? You've done your deed. See, that's how the Most High views it. That's how much he hates idolatry, that he gives the go-ahead to righteous people to kill other people back in his day. And that's what's going to happen in the new land. I mean, he's going to wipe out the wicked anyway. Like, that's just what he's going to do. And he's going to return his children, the Israelites, all of the tribes, all together and grab them from all for all four corners of the earth, whether it be here in the Americas, the original black Hebrews, or it be in parts of Africa, parts of Asia, parts of Europe, wherever it may be. He's going to gather all of the saints together because the time is coming, man. The time is coming. I'm telling you. 
Everything's r ramping up. The signs are here. The famine, the wars, the pestilence. It's the time is near. Judges, chapter 2, verse 11. The children of Israel would do what was evil in the eyes of the Most High and would worship the Baalim. They would forsake the Most High, the God of their forefathers, who took them out of the land of Egypt and follow the gods of others. From among the gods of the peoples that were around them, they would prostrate themselves to them and anger the Most High. Our forefathers continued the cycle and continued to drop the ball and continued to upset the Most High. See, at one point, if you really break it down from all the books of the Torah, the Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, into the Tanakh of, jo of Joshua through basically Second Chronicles, the Most High was very merciful and very forgiving. From the golden calf to us counting the heads of Israel to us begging essentially to be like other nations and to have a king over us but being warned when we had prophets such as Joshua that warned us that told us not to be like the other nations that the Most High warned us about. And then when we were granted kings, that still wasn't enough. The majority of these kings became perverted in their own ways as well. Our forefathers dropped the ball quite a bit. That's why we're in this situation. That's why nothing will change for today's blacks or today's Israelites or even today's saints of other nations that are oppressed because everybody's oppressed if you're not elite you're oppressed in some way shape or form you're paying for your land you're paying taxes on top of items that you never should have to pay for for a place to stay for food and water when the most high was going to make that free anyway you wouldn't have to be paying for anything not any of your basic essentials your basic needs we would be all living a carefree, stress-free, peaceful life under the Most High and His creation. And we'd be sharing amongst each other. But no, we'd rather idolize and practice idolatry and get into these covenants with wicked individuals. And the Most High has given us what, what we deserve. We're reaping what we sow. Judges chapter 2, verse 16 through 17. Then the Most High would set up judges who would save them from the hand of their plunderers. But they would not hearken to their judges either, for they would stray after the gods of others and prostrate themselves to them. They would turn away quickly from the path that their forefathers had traveled to hearken to the commandments of the Most High. They did not do so. So we beg and beg, and the Most High gives us what we need and what we want, but then we forget about Him right after. 
and we go back to prostrating ourselves to the gods of others. See, he always called us a stiff-necked people. And we, he said that we are wise at doing wickedness, but not wise at being righteous. We are unwise at being righteous. That's, the, that's where we are today. That's exactly where we are today. That's why the destruction of the black family unit is here. That's why the destruction of the union between man and wife is destroyed. That's why you're seeing the rise in homosexuality. That's why you're seeing the rise in all of this promiscuity, all of this stuff. It's because we have nothing to govern ourselves anymore. And when our enemies know that, and when our oppressors and mockers know that, they're going to set up so many snares and so many traps for us to fall through that they're just going to destroy us. People don't understand how deep this is, that this is not normal whatsoever, that the Most High is very, very angry, and he's sitting back and judging. One Kings chapter 11, verse one through two. And before I get into one Kings chapter 11, verse one through two, I'm going to give you a brief overview of Solomon, who is the son of David, in which David was a king of the Davidic dynasty, which the Messiah will come out of, not Jesus, talking about the future Messiah out of the Torah, not Jesus. The one that the Most High will put in place, who will set righteousness. He won't even have to force it on the people. We'll be ready for it. King Solomon was a young, he was young when he was appointed king over the Israelites. And his downfall eventually was idolatry. So 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 1 through 2. King Solomon loved many foreign women. In addition to the daughter of Pharaoh, Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, and Hittites, from the nations of which the Most High had said to the children of Israel, Do not come into marriage with them, and they shall not come into marriage with you, for they will surely sway your hearts after their gods. Solomon clung to them for love. The Mosai always knows what our weaknesses are. And he warns us of of them. But he sits back and he waits because he's like, you know what? I can warn you all day, but I already know where this is going. So at least I warned you. See, Solomon asked for the Most High to grant him wisdom so that he knew how to govern the people at such a young age. And the Most High saw the righteousness in Solomon, so therefore he not only made him the most wise of all time, like none that we had ever seen, where people would come from all different areas, all different nations, just to speak to him at such a young age. They would see the riches that he had. When David asked to build the first temple, the Most High denied that and said that that would come out of your loins, that your son would build the first temple. You see how beautiful the uh, see how beautiful Solomon had made that temple, how righteous that temple was, the Most High's dwelling place, that we actually had a temple where we could go and worship the Most High. Solomon was doing so many things right until he didn't listen to the Most High, because the Most High warned him to not go after women of other nations. 
because he knew deep down that these women were not Israelites. These women did not govern themselves in a righteous manner. Their men were not righteous in the manner because they did not know the Most High like the Israelites did. They did not have a covenant like the Most High. See, the, the children of the Most High are supposed to be the light to the other nations. The Most High doesn't hate these other nations unless they're against the Israelites and they hurt us. The Most High wants these other nations to stop repressing us. He uses them, of course, but there's good in all nations. There's good people in them, but that doesn't mean they should be the ones that we follow after. One Kings chapter 11, verse nine. So the Most High became angry with Solomon for his heart had strayed from the Most High, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. Verse 10, and commanded him about this matter, not to go after the gods of others, but he did not heed that which the Most High had commanded him. Verse 11, so the Most High said to Solomon, since this has happened to you and you have not kept my covenant and my decrees that I've commanded you, I shall surely tear away the kingship from you and give it to your servant. In your days, however, I will not do it because of your father, David. From the hand of your son will I tear it away. Only shall not tear away the entire kingdom from him. One tribe shall I give to your son for the sake of David, my servant, and the sake of Jerusalem, which I have chosen. Most I was like, you know what, man? If you're not going to listen to me and you're going to continue to prostrate yourself to gods and burn on the altars and sacrifice and listen to your wife, when the Most High tells us to not give our strength onto a woman, do not give a woman your strength, do not let a, a woman lead you off course. Solomon did all of those things because he let his flesh lead him his lust his desires he couldn't help beauty when beauty is vain when a harlot is a deep ditch solomon fell for it and he got punished for it his his the thing that's so righteous about the most high is not only is he going to punish you and oftentimes he may punish you right when you're living or he may punish your bloodline your future bloodline like imagine that like imagine he just punishing your great-grandson or your son because of your your deeds if it's that deep so that's an example of how idolatry can bring you low and the warning that the most high gives to us through his kings and his prophets Isaiah chapter 2 verse 10 through 12 Enter the rock and be hidden in the ground because of the fear of the Most High and from the glory of his greatness. Humankind's haughty eyes will be brought low and men's arrogance will be humbled and the Most High alone will be exalted on that day. And the Most High alone will be exalted on that day. For the Most High Master of Legions has a day for retribution against every proud and arrogant person and against every exalted person and he will be brought low. This is the day of judgment, folks.
the world's eyes will be brought low and men's arrogance will be humbled so those who are walking around saying oh there is no god god's not real life is all about you know the universe bro and how you know it speaks to you man you just gotta you just gotta manifest everything bro it'll, it'll all be good it'll all be great man like let's just have positive energy man like you're just killing my vibe man that's that's man that is the mindset of so many so many idiots they got no idea what life is they have no i mean these are the type of people who believe in one thing one week and then the next week and they're into something else they're idolizing something else or worshiping something else a week later whether they're worshiping sh like the chakras or stones or you know, I, I don't even know what the half of these people are into anymore man those are the type of people that the most high is talking about and men's arrogance these could be the rich people the ones who worship money another way to idolize and practice idolatry is to worship money the people who think that they're better than you because they have money because they got status when the most High explicitly says that there's no peace for the wicked so that's why when i'm around somebody who can only talk about money or can only talk about status or only talk about what they're doing that I'm not doing. I just like, I let them talk, man. I let, let when people show you who they are, let them, you know, at this point, I know the most high is going to destroy them. And that doesn't bug me. That's why I just sit there and I'm just like, all right, man, keep talking because what you have is about to go away. You're basically in a burning building and you're in your, in the top floor. And you're not about to evacuate. You're still talking. You're still you're still jabbering while everybody else is evacuating that building. That's that's how the most high is gonna humble people. Isaiah chapter three, verse eleven through twelve. But woe to the wicked person who does evil, for the recompense of his hands will be dealt to him. My people, their oppressors are mockers, and women dominate them. Oh, my people, your leaders mislead you and they have corrupted the direction of your ways. So to the person who does evil, Mosiah is going to bring upon calamities and they will be dealt with. He's saying, my people, the Israelites, their oppressors are mockers. Of course, the oppressors mock us. They mock us every single day. Dressing men up in drag making women masculine in movies and demasculating men and, and putting women above men in every aspect and getting all these celebrities to talk down on men and getting all these weak ass men to talk down on men and to big up women and to say the black woman is God. When it, how is it that if the black woman is God, why does she bleed once a month? You tell me the most high bleeds once a month? You're telling me that every single time the Most High bleeds, it loses it loses its eggs? The Most High loses her eggs, huh? Yeah, the black woman is God. Come on now. That she's in pain seven days a week, that she has to be removed from around people. Come on now. This is, this is what they're giving to us. They're mocking us. They're oppressors. You can go through history. That's why I mentioned how important history was to understand it, because you can go through history and see the mockery. You can see... That the biggest and worst mistake was us believing in these psyops like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. When Mal Martin Luther King was basically 
a limp handshake you know weak man who taught us you know oh non-violence approach when our, our oppressors were literally hanging us by trees and castrating us and raping our women oh we gotta we gotta love our enemy right we gotta practice non-violence folks non-violence don't 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 say anything they're eventually gonna just stop they're eventually gonna just you know real that's when people got to understand that the most high was doing that to all of us and then once we assimilated into their culture by begging to, to live amongst the other nations which the most high always warned us against not to dwell with the other nations continue to not listen to them things got worse the great migration them breaking up the black panther parties them 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 moving away from the cities and creating the suburbs and giving us low income housing and giving black women welfare as long as the man wasn't in the house and giving us wars like vietnam so that the, our men went off to war and came back and weren't celebrated of course you shouldn't be celebrated for war but what i mean by that is that they came back and there is no support there's nothing not to mention our government has already given us heroin over there and getting seen all the atrocities that we do go burn up go burn up neighborhoods full of children and kill everyone in them all these psyops that we were doing the way that it slowly destroyed us our oppressors mocked us and they say by women ruling over us women had the upper hand after that after welfare after feminism after Gloria Steinman after all these CIA operatives that's why history is so important because you gotta study your enemy you gotta study your enemy you gotta understand so that you can stay multiple steps ahead of them you can know so much there's only so much you can know with history but if you don't tie it back to the torah and living righteously and doing what you can to follow the commandments to the best of your abilities every single day and following the laws and statutes and and observing the sabbath and making it holy you're only going to go so far they can still mock you they can still do whatever they want to you because you don't have the spirit and wisdom of the most high you don't have his protection you're just out there People don't understand that. And the rise in feminism, what it's done to women. But I'm going to speak specifically about black women because that's the women that I speak about. That's the women that that I big up. At least the ones that are trying to live righteous. And I got to say this stuff so that if you're not living righteous, you can at least try to change your life. The women nowadays dominate the men. The men are so weak and so lustful that they'll do anything they'll degrade themselves just to get some from a woman they'll literally degrade themselves and we're at such a low point right now that there's really not that much farther that we can go from here I mean, we can go pretty low, but the Most High is going to eventually come back. He's going to eradicate all of this wickedness. And a lot of people are about to fall, man. I'm already starting to see it all around me. I'm starting to see a lot of calamities come on a lot of people. There's some people in my life that I have seen disrespect the Most High, call him out of his name, and I warn them 
and calamities fell upon their life, whether it's health wise, whether it's job wise, whether it's career wise, whether it's life wise. I've seen it happen like dominoes. I'm telling you, folks, like this is not a time to mock the most higher. This is not a time to turn away from him. He put us in this situation, locked up at home to see who is going to hearken to his words and come back to him. But a lot of people have just sat around, done nothing, done nothing, haven't run a lick of their Torah, haven't done anything, haven't looked once in the mirror, took it upon themselves to try to get rich quick, to try to pull one over somebody's eyes, pull the wool over on knowing people's eyes, take advantage. Most High's watching, man. The Most High is definitely watching. So it's very, very wise to heed the warning. When somebody comes up and tells you, you better heed that warning. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 18. To whom can you liken God? And what likeness can you attribute to him? This is just the foolishness of idolatry. Like who else can you liken God? I'm talking, that's even taking a shot at Jesus. How can you, how can you call him the Messiah or call him God or the Holy Spirit when the Most High tells you right there, there's nothing to liken to him. That's not his son. His son is Israel. That's not his, he doesn't know him. He doesn't know Jeebus Creepers. So how are you going to sit here and say that and disrespect his name? Isaiah chapter 40, verse 25. To whom can you liken me that I should be his equal, says the Holy One. Whom, who equals the Most High that, that they're his equal? Also, Jesus is his equal? Come on now. Allah? Buddha? Come on now. It's, it's very insulting to hear that nowadays from anyone. It's very, very insulting. I just, I just, at this point, I don't debate people because I really, do. I actually, at the end of the day, I really could care less about what like 80% of people think, probably 90, because there's no righteousness in them. There's no light. There's no knowledge. There's no wisdom. There's no understanding. People are blabbling fools. People love to gossip. They're gossip mongers. They love to slander. They like to make things up without any type of backbone or research. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 1 through 5. Saying, if a man divorces his wife and she goes from him and marries another man, can he return to her again? Would that not bring profound guilt upon the land? Yet, you have committed adultery with many lovers and would now return to me. The word of the Most High. Lift your eyes to the hilltops and see, where have you not been lain with? On the roads, you awaited your lovers like an Arab in the desert. You have brought guilt upon the land with your adultery and with your evil. The raindrops have been withheld and the late rain did not happen. Yet you had the boldness of a harlot woman who refused to be ashamed. If only from now on you would call me my father, you are the master of my youth. Would he bear a grudge forever or keep it in mind eternally? Nevertheless, behold, you spoke and carried out evil deeds as much as you could. The Most High is basically saying, using an allegory of a man who divorces his wife, 
and she goes from him and marries another can he return to her again can can you be with the most high who made you and then leave him and then return back to him again and then you've already slept with the whole town you've already been around with the whole town practicing their ideals practicing their customs and their ways when they can't even save you when they can't do anything good for you when they can't warn you and they can't heal you and they can't support you they can't protect you they can't guide you they can't nourish you Idols and idolatry cannot do anything for you other than destroy you from the inside out. You know what was interesting to me today? After Mr. Waltz another one of those elite puppets little boy puppets little little Pinocchio puppet you know that nose is stretched signed into order that MN executive order 20-81 or whatever it was I had to look it up making mask required in business establishments I already told myself There's nothing that'll make me fear anything other than the Most High. This little executive order, quote-unquote, was laughable because I knew that the Most High was with me and he'd protect me, he'd guide my way. See, it's still up to me to remove myself from Babylon, but it's not quite ready for it. I just got to be vigilant and work on it in the meantime. But eventually, I will divorce myself from this country, and I will be able to be self-sustaining. I will meet the right people to get away from this once the time is right. But when there's a will, there's a way. And the will and the way is always the most high. It's always to meditate on his Torah, read scripture, and pray to him, and talk to him daily, multiple times a day. I talk to the most high. Before before my alarm goes off, if I wake up before my alarm, I turn that, turn that off. And I speak to the Most High before I even look at my phone. That's what I'm doing is speaking to the Most High and thanking him for waking me up. No matter how tired I am, he woke me up. And it's another opportunity for me to start that day. And I have to always start my day in righteousness. I always got to pop on some kind of message. And it's usually from Edgar Mendex, my brother, I need some righteousness to fill me up in the morning after I already talked to the Most High. And then I go and I go work out my body. And I pray that His righteousness fills me and His Spirit fills me so that I can run and get all that out. See, that helps me keep everything in focus so that when these little psyops like the mask order and Oh, you won't be able to get your groceries anymore. Oh, fear them. Okay, let me pop on my mask. Most High is doing that. He's seeing who really is going to fall for the gimmick. Who's really going to hearken to him and ask for the best way. Or who's going to give in to the PSYOP and to the daddy government and to these wicked folks and start listening to their words on the PSYOP and wearing a mask and cutting off your 
cutting off your oxygen and breathing in your own carbon dioxide. Like, that sounds really smart, right? When your brain needs oxygen, you're just going to cut it off and just start destroying your respiratory system so that you can actually get sick, so that your body over time will actually get sick, so that once they're ready to give you that vaccine, you're going to die. You're literally going to keel over. You're either going to, some people are going to die right away, depending on how old they are, or they're going to die within five to 10 years, or it's just going to destroy their life expectancy, or it's going to open up other channels for disease because the most high created this whole situation to actually give you the pandemic in the vaccine. Because we're, I'm telling you, we're going into the next wave. It's going to be the beginning of the end for the elites and they know it. When the Most High is ready to grab his saints, he's going to pull us up out. And these other nations are going to give us their wealth. Just like when we left out of Egypt. Not even just like, because the Most High said that it's going to be like something we've never seen before. But when I say just like Egypt, I mean it's going to be similar to Egypt when the people rounded up and the Most High told them to go to the people of Egypt and get silver and gold and rubies and gemstones and everything that we needed. It's going to be the same thing. Like, yo, bro, I want, I need that. Holler at me. I need that. Give me that. The Most High is going to ordain it, and these wicked folks are going to bow to us, are going to prostrate themselves to us, and if they don't, they're going to be destroyed. So this this new mask order, I did my research, which the Most High always wants us to do. I didn't panic. At first, I was a little annoyed. Somebody had put it on to me. Somebody in my life had told me about it, and I just sat there, and I was just like, you know what? I don't react to things anymore. I just... I think on them, I meditate on them, I pray on them, and I decide on what's the next best move, and I realize what the next best move was. And that was to praise the Most High. And I was like, you know what, Most High, you are going to be the one that creates my way. And long story, everything that I prayed on came to fruition. But today, I went to Target. And you know what's interesting? The Most High said that he'd be giving people calamities and people would start to go crazy in the end times like people literally would start to go crazy in the end times i had i was walking into the bathroom and i look over and then there's this lady washing her hands and i didn't even question myself i'm like okay i know i'm in the men's bathroom this is kind of weird And so I look at her and she looks at me and she's like, oh, my God. And she's wearing a mask, of course, you know, cutting off her oxygen, cutting off her rational thoughts, her ability to think logically. She's like, oh, my Lord, is is this is this the men's bathroom? She she was so startled. She didn't even dry her hands. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, this is the type of odd behavior that I see on a daily occurrence that I see the most high has filled people with so much anxiety and fear and irrational thoughts and movements and decisions that it's a blessing. The way I'm actually going to look at this is is a blessing because if I see you wearing a mask, I already know right then and there that the Most High has identified you as somebody he's going to destroy if you don't change. He's going to mark you. He marked you. What what does the Most High say about these people? What does he say about them? Don't dwell with the wicked. Stay away from them. Can't be hanging around the wicked, man. Psalms. Chapter 1, verse 1. Praiseworthy is the man who walked not in the counsel of the wicked, and stood not in the path of the sinful, 
and sat not in the session of the scorners. Verse 2. But his desire is in the Torah of the Most High, and in his Torah he meditates day and night. Verse 3. He shall be like a tree deeply rooted, rooted alongside brooks of water that yields fruit, yields its fruits in its season, and whose leaf never withers, and everything that he does will succeed. Verse 4. Not so the wicked, rather, they are, like the chaff that the wind drives away. Verse 5. Therefore the wicked shall not be vindicated in judgment, nor the sinful in the assembly of the righteous. Verse 6. For the Most High attends the way of the righteous, while the ways of the wicked will perish. What does that say? Do not hang around them. Practice and meditate on your Torah, and hearken to the Most High only. For he will make sure that everything you do will succeed, but not the wicked. The wind will be able to drive them away. That's how weak they are. They will be judged. And the Most High attends the ways of the righteous. And the ways of the wicked will perish. So what I mean by that is that if you're going to live righteously and you're going to do your best to live righteously, he is going to be there for you at all times. All you need to do is only fear him and follow him only. Not these psyops, not these mask programs, not these social distancing programs, not these protest programs, not these vaccine programs. You people really got to wake up. You really, really, really need to wake up if you don't want to be destroyed. In these end in these times, it's it's just pure foolishness how people are acting. So when I saw that, it was just a quick reminder of how far people have fallen and how crazy they are these days. People would be like, "Oh, that's an honest mistake. Honest mistake that she walked into the bathroom." I highly doubt it. I think her mind is so lost and warped that she literally is just a sheep walking through life checking her phone for new covid updates living in fear type of person that's going to tell you type of person who's going to tell you ask you why you're not wearing a mask but then they're outside of mcdonald's waiting to get poison or they're heading to the liquor store or they're smoking a cigarette hey why aren't you wearing a mask like smoking a cig hey buddy drinking from a flask why aren't you wearing a mask got a little bit of that quarter pounder cheese dribbling down their face right onto their shirt got a little 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 gmo stain on their blouse hey hey or their polo hey why why aren't you wearing a mask you know that you could be a carrier my response is you know that you're wicked right the most high hates you right you know that right don't even argue with these fools the most high will create your path as long as you live in righteous and i already know how to maneuver through this covid bs i already knew i already even know how to maneuver jeremiah chapter 4 verse 22 for my people are stupid. They have not recognized me. They are foolish children and they are not discerning. They are wise at doing evil, but know not how to do good. So we've really gotten great 
at being wicked, but unwise at doing what's good, the Most High tells us. So that means that we're really good at protesting and jumping into these psyops and letting them run with our emotions and and letting them tell us to hate each other and hate the white man and blame this and blame that when the elites are all the different nations. They're the Chaldeans, they're the Mobites, Hittites, the it's everything. Everything makes ham. It's everyone. It's even Israelites that are a part of the elites. These people are all a part of it. Racism is an indoctrination. It's the system. It's made up by the elites to have you all at each other's necks. Most High never told us. There's nothing about racism in the Torah. There's not one script. There's not one script. It's about nations. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 13. The desire of kings is righteous lips, and he will love one who speaks upright words. So the desire, if you're a true king, is to be righteous with what you speak. And the Most High will love the person who speaks upright words. So doing what's right and conducting yourself and doing what's right. It's not being a nice guy. Nice, nice guys don't even know how to govern themselves. It's, it's about doing what's right and, and being honorable, being righteous. And what a nice person would do is they would look at wickedness and evil and they'd turn a blind eye to it because they'd say, you know what? Like, I got to be nice to that person. I can't make them feel bad. When a righteous person can still be kind and when you're kind, you care about somebody and you warn them. You say, hey, you're doing this wrong. That's love. Love is correction. But nowadays, a lot of people would take that as an insult. But at this point, I don't care. I'd rather weed out people out of my life. If you, if you can't take correction, like I have taken correction, if you can't heed wisdom, like I've tried to heed wisdom and correct myself, then that's on you. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 16 through 17. How much better than fine gold is the acquisition of wisdom? And the acquisition of understanding is choicer than silver. The paved road of the upright is turning from evil. One who keeps his ways guards his soul. One who keeps his way guards his soul. So wisdom is much better than gold. And understanding is a better choice than silver. Paved road of the upright is turning from evil, so you must turn from evil, from your past, from your past choices. See, the Most High is merciful. If you woke up today, He's giving you another chance at life. He's being merciful towards you, plain and simple. You didn't wake yourself up. Don't don't fool yourself into saying that you're your, you're your own God. That you woke yourself up today when the human body is so weak. You could walk down the street and get hit by a car going 15 miles per hour and crack your spine. And go into a surgery and then never come out. That's how weak you are. You could have an insect or a poisonous a poisonous insect or a poisonous animal bite you and you're done. But we're gods. You know, people really got to understand that this is not a game. I would never mock the most high after knowing what I know now. I would never turn away from his Torah or his righteousness or his ways. It would be foolish and very unwise of me. And it's because out of fear of him, fearing him is the is to know him and to love him is to fear him and to that's to respect. 
That's the type of respect he deserves. It's the type of respect that he seeks. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 4. Do not weary yourself to become rich. Forbear from your own understanding. Mosai says, keep your eyes on the prize. Don't be focused on riches. So anybody who's telling you to get money, to get money, you got to build. You got to build in America with 3Ks. You got you to gotta get your money up during COVID. You got you to gotta do this. You got to build. You got to get out. You got to travel. You, how, like, how is that possible when he's, when he's literally judging all of the nations? And he's telling you here, do not weary yourself. Do not become tired. Do not force it to become rich. Forbear yourself. Forbear from your own understanding. Listen to the Most High. Get your mind on the Most High. Get right with the Most High. Get out of idolatry. You're killing yourself. And you're holding up all the other Israelites who are waiting. So it's up to us to get this word out to the people who who may not exactly know that they're into idolatry or may not understand what it is. But can't say I didn't warn you at the end of the day. And I pray to the Most High every day that he makes it worse and worse and for the wicked, worse and worse every day for the wicked. I, do, I hate this society. I hate this setup. I hate everything about it. It's wicked. I can't stand it. My strength is the most high. My armor is my Torah. And my prayers, my daily prayers, my shield. Nothing will come against me. No calamities, nothing. I pray for the mercy of my family. I pray for those who are into idolatry to find their road, to find their way. But if you haven't woken up by yet, by now, and you don't wake up in the next couple of months or years, just chalk it up to the Most High cutting you off. And that's on you at the end of the day. You can't get mad at the Most High. So peace and blessings to those who are walking on their own narrow path of righteousness. To those have had to, to those who've had to separate themselves from their past life and separate themselves from their past actions and who are doing their best every day to be righteous and to help get this word out there. Blessings to you. You're the saints that we need right now. This was episode four. Idolatry in the eyes of the Most High. Thank you for tuning in. Peace and blessings to you and yours. To you and yours who are righteous. And woe to the wicked. May the Most High put up as many stumbling blocks and calamities on every path that you travel. All praises to the Most High, the only God. Shalom.